Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but it's not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, what's up? And thanks for checking out another Mental Health Monday. My name is Riggs from Riggs and Alley on 103.7 KISS FM in Milwaukee. I do the morning show and also this Riggs Off the Radio podcast that you've either subscribed to or you've come across on the internet somehow. Either way, if you haven't, click subscribe. And if you like what you've been hearing, do me a favor and uh, kick me a rating or a little review after you listen. And feel free to listen to past episodes of Mental Health Monday, where we've talked about depression, anxiety. We've talked about PTSD, suicide survivors as well. This week, we're talking to a friend of mine. Another discussion. We're not doctors this week. We're just dudes. This week, I want to introduce you to my friend Sam. I met Sam. He was an intern for the morning show probably five, maybe four years ago, I want to say, at uh, KISS FM with Allie and I. Sam was always a hard worker. He's got a really keen eye for photography, a creative guy. And recently, he started a website called 44millionplus.com, which is significant of the 44 million plus people in the United States that suffer or deal with a mental illness every single year. As soon as I saw him put this up, I immediately thought, awesome, somebody else starting a mental health conversation. This is awesome. Then I was like, wait a minute, that's Sam. I know him. I want to put him on my podcast. I didn't know that Sam dealt with OCD and anxiety and depression. This was fascinating to me how he brought this website to be. So I really wanted to get his story and bring him on as a guest for Mental Health Monday. I've been on his podcast before, so I should bring him on mine. Let's meet this week Sam Kierkegaard for Mental Health Monday. So this is the first time I think I've ever been a guest on a podcast. Really? Or just generally. Yeah, oh, you've, yeah you, that's right. You had a podcast and you had me on as a guest. Mm-hmm. And you've hosted several other ones that you've brought people on, but never yeah. been a guest. So look at this. Yep, this is the first, I think. I wanted to bring you on because I saw that um, you had also started a pretty serious conversation about mental health as well with your 44 million plus website. Yes. Is that something you started on your own? It's been a long process. I guess I should explain what it is first. Yes, 44 um, million plus represents... The 44 million or over 44 million Americans who are affected by mental health conditions every year. Uh-huh. So I figured it was a fitting title because it was it was a project that I wanted to be like more of a community and, and all-encompassing of not just one specific mental illness, but yeah. everybody. Um, I wanted to blend like stuff that I love to do, which is video and photography, oh. and um, combine that with stories, which is what we do. So I go out, take some pictures of um, 
this whoever the subject is for for that day, and they write a little excerpt about pretty much whatever they want. Sure, uh, what they've gone through, what sure, they're suffering yeah, with. That's you how know. you've had you've had J Matt, who was a guest yeah. on our podcast. Yep. He's on Kiss FM. Who has who's suffered with depression and suicide yeah. ideation as well. Um, I had him on. I had a girl named Melina who suffers with. Uh, she was in an ab- abusive relationship and suffers with like panic and, and anxiety. Uh-huh. A friend of mine, Lauren, who recently got diagnosed with OCD, but it's open to everybody. So if you ever want to share your story, yeah, be open beca- with it, yeah. if you're comfortable with it, a lot of people are comfortable. I found telling me specifically, they're like, "Oh, I saw a cool story on Forty Four Million Plus," but they don't. They're not ready yet. Yeah, which is completely fine, and I understand. I was there for a, for a long time. Yeah. Um, because the the last the latest one was you. Yes, it was me. Yeah, would you? I don't know. You had you suffer with OCD and uh, yep. some other mental illnesses as well. So. Yeah, all my life. Um, my backstory is I I was diagnosed formally with OCD when I was twelve. Okay. Um, and most of my childhood was pretty much that was just right. having OCD. Now OCD you, obsessions and compulsions. What were do you remember what your obsessions and compulsions were cuz I um, we've had a doctor on in the past talking about how it's kind of both. Yeah. You, what I, did you what were yours? Do you remember? Uh I well I still deal with it now but yeah, it was, um or what are they I guess? So mine tend to be when I was younger I didn't have as good a grasp on it so I had more compulsions. I used to um like lick my fingers and like do this. Oh, yeah. Over and over again, I had, like, scars on my face. Oh, yeah. A lot of kids will do that. They'll, like, bite their upper lip or yeah. just mouthing stuff. Yeah. Um, but most of... I, w- I, like, wouldn't go on grass because, okay. like, I was afraid it had some sort of chemical on it that would kill me. Really? Um, when you were like, a child? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't go. Right. I can't go now. <laughs> still don't can't take go. me on the grass. Don't take me on the grass. No. Um, it, it puts into perspective a mental illness because... Like right now, we can joke about not being able to go on the grass. Yeah, yeah but at that it point, sounds ridiculous. But at that point in your mind, something was telling you, like, I can't go on this yeah. grass. Something's going to happen. I talked it, to another guy that thought that by smelling marijuana around his friends, he thought he was going to get a contact high and get oh, like drug tested. I still and think that too. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to get trouble. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get arrested. They're going to know I was smoking pot. I was around people that were smoking pot. Like, yeah. you could, it gets out of control. Your mental yeah. illness can go cuckoo. It, it, it can if it, you don't get it under, you know, lasso it up. Yeah, it was, it was. It was crazy because, like, I would, like, touch someone or whatever and just be washing my hands for, like, an hour. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I felt like I couldn't get them off of my... Right. It was taking over your life. It yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. What it is and still is now is that I have more obsessive thoughts. So, like... Uh, but negative, positive things? It's always negative. Always it's negative? Positive. Right. Yeah. I wish it was positive. Yeah. I'd be living a lot better life right now. Right. Are They're never pleasant. They're, like, really dark thoughts, like, killing people and stuff like that. Jeez, yeah. And, um... And you go down the whole rabbit hole, and you're. And, and I think recently, um, seeing a therapist and stuff like that, I've kind of like, I've been off and on seeing therapists for like, ever. Yeah. But um, medication. Don't like the idea of it. Yeah. Um, Are you? I, would you be open to it if it would make you? I have tried it before. Okay. But um, you didn't like the way it made you feel. It wasn't so much that. It was like, I felt like for my specific situation. Now there are a lot of mental illnesses out there where it's like necessary. You know, like sure. you, you depression is what yeah, big one like, yeah. like you anxiety. And like that but that with like a plethora of other things. You know, like you can't just be rolling on medication. Like you need to go see a therapist or like do other stuff. Right. Like it's a combination of stuff. Of course. Yeah. But there's no um, magic pill to make it all go away. Exactly. I wish I wish there was, but yeah. unfortunately that's not the case. And that's kind of why I don't go down that route route is because like to me for like OCD for anxiety for depression 
medication is kind of like a band-aid. Like you have a massive gash on your arm mm-hmm. and you just put a band-aid over it. And then when you take the band-aid off, the cut's still there. So you got to figure out like, how do I, how do I deal with the cut mm-hmm. instead of hiding it? Yeah. Which is kind of like, if you just take medication for an extended period of time and don't do any therapy and don't like work on anything, you're not really, you're not really developing and changing anything. You know, sure. once yeah. you're off the medication, you're back to square one again. Yeah. To me, it's more about like developing the skills that I can use to like cope. Yeah, cope so what and if, navigate it. Yeah, because what it, if, what it's if a part of me. Yeah, what have you done? Some people do physical fitness. Some people yeah. do that. Some people do art, writing, I, journaling. I exercise. I see a therapist, you know, regularly. Yeah, I think that's really an important part and a massively overlooked part is is figuring out how to navigate it. And I think a lot of people, myself included. When I was dealing with mental illness at an early age, I was like, I felt kind of like I was fighting it. Like I was like, I got to figure out how to like navigate with it yeah. instead of like just clashing with it all the time. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of the route I took. Um, so where do you, where do you see this, your, your website, the 44 million plus, where do you see that going? Do you want to take that to um, like a national level? Do you want to keep it local in Milwaukee or? I, I didn't set any parameters on it. I'm not like I'm going to post on it every week or something. It's kind of just yeah. when someone comes to me with, with a, with a story and they're, they're comfortable sharing. And cause when I was growing up, I didn't, I wasn't able to talk about it with anybody. And I mm-hmm. felt like real alone. Like I, I just felt like I was this weird monster who was like, thinking about killing his parents on a daily basis for no reason and yeah. I felt like a like a terrible person. Right. And I didn't have anyone to really talk about it with or empathize with because like I didn't know anyone yeah. that was dealing with any sort of mental illness or at least was open to talk about it. So I wanted to start at least a community in place where people are can put like, "Oh, there, there's a face to that story." It's not yeah. just some blogger on the internet. It's like, "Oh, there's a there's a human being right there and I can I can see that. I ask everybody, every man on my Mental Health Monday podcast, why do you think that men are so bad about talking about their mental health? I think it's just, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I, I think, to be honest, I, I am a more effeminate man, I think, right? than most men. Like, I'm not <laughs> out there like, I don't even know how masculine men are, but I'm not, I'm not that type of guy, you know? Right. So I find it a lot easier to talk about it because I could... I'm much more of an emotional person. I share sure. partially because of my mental illness stuff, but I'm like much more connected with that side of me where I like to relate with people, yeah, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I, I think it's just males got to be this well, strong headed, yeah. sure head of the household, which in 2018 is kind of ridiculous, right? But you I know, know so many women that are heads of household, yeah, and I know stay at home dads, dude, yeah. Too. But it's the thing. I think guys also have the preconceived notion that like. OCD, that's a chick thing. Anxiety. Girls get anxiety. I don't get so? anxiety. I think so. Oh. I've heard from guys. I, I don't personally think that. I've just heard that from men. Like, oh, OCD, that's a chick disease. Or anxiety, that's something that girls I've get. I've never heard that before. You've never heard that before? No. I've Maybe it's because I have OCD and people know it. So right. they say it to me. No. Well, nobody would say that it's to you. It's a chick thing, man. Right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's more of a chick disease. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Oh, I hate, no. I hate when that happens. I'm glad that you're very open about it, though. It's just it's refreshing to hear people and everybody that I talk to that is just open about it because yeah. you're not ashamed of it. You're not embarrassed about it. No, and you shouldn't be. No. And yeah. anybody listening that thinks they have something like that has to know that they're not alone. There's other people like that out there Yeah, that are suffering with the same thing or not, I shouldn't say suffering, that are dealing and managing the same issues, similar yeah. issues. Yeah, it's, it's not something, you know, there'll still be weeks and stuff where I, you know, have bad weeks and, sure. and you know. What, what brings you out of that when you get in those moments, when you feel the OCD coming back? I feel like... 
the anxiety creeping up on you. You know, you know, the weird thing about it is like it's so every day to me at this point. Uh-huh. You know, like today, I like I, I they're not full fledged panic attacks, but they're you definitely feel it because it's never about anything rational. Because stress and a- anxiety are like two different things. Like right. I'm not like oh man, this test I'm getting really stressed about. Sure. It. Like you know what is stressing you out. Anxiety is more like I'm standing here at a restaurant. There's nothing happening, but for some reason, I'm like feeling really anxious. You're physically uncomfortable for for, for no reason. Right. I'm just here. I don't know why it's happening. So yeah. like some some breathing techniques. Like I can I can get to the point now where I'm like I can feel a panic attack coming on, and I can kind of like cut it off before it gets to a full fledged like I can't move my hands and stuff, yeah. and I can I can't see. Yeah. Like I can I can cut it off at a certain point and just kind of relax myself a little bit and yeah. kind of you know grab the reins, but. Um, yeah, I think it's just about, I don't know, love is a strong word, but like learning to love the ebbs and flows of having a mental illness. It's like being in a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. they're not, it's not always going to be great, but yeah. you still, you still got to love yourself. Yeah. You know, you still got to care. So, yeah. you know, I have some dark weeks and, and even months sometimes, but it's kind of par for the course. I, I kind of like how I think, I think I think differently than a lot of people. Yeah. And I think it's because of that kind of stuff and you almost see it as an advantage kind of kind of kind of helps you a little bit yeah i, I think it's as debilitating as it can be sometimes yeah, as awful <laughs> right? as it can be you gotta see the bright side of it sometimes yeah but i think i think faster than people a lot of the time you know i do improv stuff and i just like i can just rattle it off because like there's always stuff going on in my mind i'm like so quick in there oh yeah everything's everything's happening at once you were an intern for us at kiss and i could tell that about you you were very yeah you, very high energy you can just your, think really your, fast yeah. and um you're a creative yeah, so I think it, it does have some. You gotta, you know, look at the benefits a little bit. Yeah, try can't to be at all least. Do, can't be all doom and gloom all the time. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, forty four million plus is the website. People can reach out to you there if they want yes. to. They can share their story. They can reach out, talk to you about your story, yep. read other people's stories, yep. and it's, it's just another resource. And I'm glad that you're doing it, especially as a man. Yeah, being another voice in the male community, stepping out and being an advocate for mental health. So yeah. thank you for yeah, doing that. Thank you for having me, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Of course, and that's high five for your first right. guest. Yeah, woo. nice. <laughs> thanks again to Sam for coming on the podcast this week for Mental Health Monday. His website forty four million plus dot com. If you'd like to share your story with him, reach out to his website. You're somebody that struggled with depression or anxiety or any sort of mental illness, and you've overcome it, or you're still struggling with it and managing it today. Share your story with Sam. Share your story with somebody. Talking always helps. Thank you again for checking out another Mental Health Monday. Next week, we hit up bipolar disorder. Ooh, yes, all the stigmas around bipolar disorder. We are bringing back to the podcast Dr. Jerry Halverson from Rogers Behavioral Health. We'll talk to him next week for Mental Health Monday. For Riggs Off the Radio, I'm Riggs. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome weekend, afternoon, morning, night, whatever you're doing, and make good life decisions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.